Hello and welcome to Her Soul, the podcast where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and every week I share with you pieces of me and my experiences in hopes that you'll find encouragement in whatever situation you may be facing. It's my soul, but it's your soul too. It's every woman that listens to this show. It's the shared experience of womanhood, the show for girl talk from another Christian girl's perspective. Welcome to Her Soul. Hello, welcome you guys. Thank you for joining me for another week, another episode of Her Soul. Y'all, I gotta start the show off by just giving you guys a very sincere, warm thank you from my heart. Thank you guys for all of you who listen, share, you know, like and support this podcast. Thank you to all of you who actively engage with me to let me know how an episode has affected you or how you think the show is going. I personally feel like if anything that I say throughout these episodes, if anything that I say can inspire you, heal you, refresh you in even just the smallest little way, I feel good. It makes me happy. It makes my heart happy. It makes my soul happy. And it lets me know that I'm on the right track. It lets me know that I'm reaching you guys. And it gives me the motivation to keep going. It lets me know that I'm reaching ears that need to hear. And that's my prayer is that these messages get to the people who need them. And so sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I am so thankful for you guys who have supported me thus far. I tell you guys all the time, if you feel like an episode can bless somebody else, if it can inspire or heal somebody else to please share it. And that is still the same because we're growing. We're growing, you guys. More and more people are coming onto this platform and they're receiving from it. And that is the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate takeaway. So again, thank you guys. I couldn't go any further without telling y'all that. Um... But yeah, let's just go ahead and get into today's episode. I wanted to discuss with you guys something called hollow places. And I don't know if we've ever talked about it. I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, but today we're going to be examining hollow places. So what is a hollow place? How do you know if you're in that place? To me and how I define hollow places. Hollow places are places of emptiness depression and sadness, soul just doesn't feel satisfied, you're not motivated, you feel lost, you feel stuck. It can also be feelings of fear and worry and anxiety and I want to talk about that and expand on that a little bit more because in my day-to-day conversations that I've had with friends and family members, this is something that's coming up more and more often. So if you don't know, I live in South Carolina and South Carolina has become a hot spot for the coronavirus disease and I'm also a nurse, so I can see the impact that it has on the hospital system. I see the increase in numbers as far as admitted cases there. And then I see the fear and the worry on my family's faces and my friends' faces. And so what we are being confronted with at this time is a hollow. We are in a hollow place. Probably many of you across the United States, across the world are in hollow places for different reasons. But specifically here, South Carolina and my family, my family um, and my friends, a lot of them are in a hollow place because they're afraid 
of the impact that this disease can have, not only on themselves, but on their loved ones. They're also afraid of the economic impact that it's having when there's always this threat that you might be out of work. Um, there's always this threat that you could catch the disease itself. And so my older family members, especially who have other comorbidities, are worried. They don't want to get sick. They've seen people close to them suffer with this disease and they've seen the effects. And it just seems like there is no hope. Like nobody can get on the same page. The doctors, the politicians, it's all a bunch of confusing, jumbled up mess. And so it's created a lot of panic and a lot of fear. And so I consider that to be a hollow place as well, because you're not operating at your best self. If you are in a place where you are not operating at your best self, you, my friend, are in a hollow place. And so I think that this message is very relevant to today as far as health, finance, related to the COVID-19 disease, and the fear and the worry that it exudes. So I just wanted to insert that little um, snippet about coronavirus in there because that is something that's very relevant to right now, but more so in the general sense um in this episode, we're going to be discussing hollow places as it relates to just an unmotivated, stuck, um, you know, anxiety driven life. Right. So I wanted to say that nobody is exempt from a hollow place. We all experience this at some point in our life. It hits each of us. It's just the ebb and flow of life. You know, there are hills, there are valleys, there are high points and there are low points. And if we consider it on a spectrum, each of us at different times are on different points in the spectrum. When we're in the midst of this, we find ourselves asking the question, you know, why am I in this place? Why do I feel like this? You know, why am I not motivated? Why do I feel depressed? What has caused me to be in this hollow place? And it could be a number of reasons, honestly. Maybe, you know, it's the people that you're around. Maybe you've just been hanging around the wrong people. You know, they do the saying birds of a feather flock together is very true. And that could be in a positive sense or it could be in a very negative um, sense that could be detrimental to your mental health state. Or, you know, maybe you might just have too many things going on in your life. You're just too busy. You have too many responsibilities. You're one of those people who don't really know how to say no and you take on a lot of responsibility. That's me. I do do that as well. Um, or maybe you've just, and this is could be true for a lot of us as well. Maybe you've just been disconnected from God in some way. You know, either you stop going to church or we all have stopped going to church, I guess, since the disease. But maybe you just aren't, you know, watching church on the online platforms. Maybe you aren't reading your word. You aren't praying. You just really aren't in tune with God. Sometimes we've been doing wrong and we know that we've been bad and we just disconnect ourselves like a child with a parent. You know, when a child does something wrong, they don't necessarily want to um, reap the or get the punishment that comes with that or the consequences that come with that. And so they kind of shy away. They become avoidant, right? Or it could be that you're in a pit of some sort and you may be mad at God or maybe you don't even know God. I don't know. The list is honestly endless. And sometimes we just wake up and realize that it's been months since we've paid God any attention. And that um, that happened to me recently. That's in previous episodes, if you want to listen to that. But I've been in that place as well, where you've just been disconnected and you don't even realize 
how long you've been disconnected and the impact that has had on you until the moment that you realize that everything isn't really right. So we understand and we recognize that we may be in a hollow place. So you might understand when you're in that place, right? And then you ask those questions, what is it? Why am I there? Once you've identified that, the next thing our mind tends to do is say, okay, so now that I'm in this place, I know why I'm here. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get out of this place, right? So the place of insecurity, the place of voidness, just not being motivated in life, the place of fear, anxiety, depression, worry, where our soul is literally crying out and we are in need of God, right? The fix is so simple, you guys. Literally, all you have to do is run into God's arms. He's literally waiting for us when we are distant from him. He has his arms open, wide open, waiting for us to run into them. And we may think in our minds that he might be disappointed in us, um, that he might not want anything to do with us at that time. But that is just the farthest thing from the truth. And sometimes it's the hardest thing to get over in our minds. When I was away and, you know, wasn't really into my word and praying and doing what I needed to do, I felt that when it was time to come back, I felt like I couldn't come back because I felt like he didn't want me. I felt like he was too disappointed in me that I had really let him down. But once I started to get back into the groove of things, you guys, I realized that that is the farthest thing from the truth. That's the biggest thing um, that can discourage us. It's just that feeling that God will not accept us. But if we can disband that myth in our minds and know that he wants us anyway, he knows that we're going to mess up. He knows that we're not going to be in the best place all the time. But to know that we can always come to him is something that we have to keep at the forefront of our minds. Okay. And for some of you who just might not know or you might not be familiar When I say run into God's arms, I'm saying pray, repent, ask forgiveness, and then just continue to pray. Share with God your heart's desires. Share with him those worries, those fears, the things that have you in this hollow place, right? Just open up a dialogue with him and talk to him regularly. It also means to study the word. To know the word is power. It's a power over your enemy. It's power over your mental states. So when you find yourself in a funk, you can remember certain things that are found in the Bible that will help you get out of a hollow place more easier than it was the last time, right? It also means to Find a church base, um, if possible. You know, find a pastor who really speaks to your heart and speaks to your soul, who speaks life into you. I look forward to watching online church service, and right now I watch two of them. My church that's local is now, um, they do Facebook Lives since the coronavirus. And then I also love Elevation Church with Pastor Stephen Furtick. And so, These are things that you can do that will kind of renew and refresh you and help you to get out of those hollow places faster. So I wanted to read to you guys um, Psalm 63 verses 1 through 8. And just a little bit of background before we get started. So this passage, this psalm was written by David while he was um, in the wilderness, literally on the run. He was fleeing from Absalom, who was his own son, and Absalom wanted the throne. At this time, David is king. Absalom wants the throne, and we'll go 
will literally do anything to get the throne. And so David is on the run because Absalom wants to kill him so that he'll be able to take over as king. And so this is where um, David is right now as he write, as he's writing this. Okay, he says, you God are my God. And earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being belongs to you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name I will lift up my hands. And I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Now, if that's not a hollow place, y'all, I don't know what to tell you. Because he's on the run from his own son who wants to kill him. Can you even imagine that? That takes you to a place of darkness. That takes you to a place of fear. You know, his own child wanted him dead. But even in the midst of this, David recognized his thirst for God. He cries out to him and asks him to be a part of this struggle to fill his gap. Verse one, he starts off by saying, you God are my God and earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. Y'all, that is a hollow place, a dry and parched land where there is no water. Yet he is reaching and calling for God to come and be that water, to come and fulfill him. Um, He's in a dry and parched land where there is no fulfillment. This is a, this is the wilderness. He's literally in the wilderness and spiritually and mentally in the wilderness. And yet, instead of complaining, what is he doing right now? He's praising God and he's asking him to be with him. And I think that we can learn something from David. Um, I really feel like this should encourage us and inspire us. Verse five, he says, I will be fully satisfied, right? Verse eight, he says, I will cling to you. And one thing for sure, our souls need to be satisfied. We try to fill these holes with everything in the world, but what we need, you know, material things, bad relationships, bad habits, etc. You know, those things might make us feel good for a little while, but it doesn't last. It's only a temporary fix. The only thing that can truly satisfy our souls, truly fill us when we're in need, when we're in these hollow places, is an open and honest relationship with our God and our Father. He is our Father, y'all. Sit and just think about that. Almighty and loving, despite our shortcomings, okay? He's the only one who can truly fill us. And I know sometimes it's hard to go back when you've been away. Me personally, I know that I know how it is. I know it's hard to go back when you've been away. When it was me, I felt shame and I was mad at myself for distancing myself. But at some point, I snapped back into it and I repented. I asked forgiveness and I just thanked him for always being there for me. So I just want us to recognize that when we're in these hollow places and we will be in these hollow places at some point, I want you to be encouraged to fill your voids, 
come out of the hollow place and just step into the love and the soul satisfaction that comes with an honest and open relationship with God. That's all there is to it. You're going to find yourself in a hollow place. You're going to question why. And once you figure that out, it's important to recognize what brought you into that so that you can avoid that in the future. And then after you figure out why you're in that place, what are you going to do? You're going to run back to God. How are you going to do this? Through prayer and worship, through Bible study and time in the word, and through just an open and honest relationship with him, through church service, through um, pastoral leadership that really speaks to your soul. These are the things that will help you. Out of it, out of all of this, you guys, and, and especially with the coronavirus stuff going on, I want us to keep in mind that, and I say this a lot, you know, God never promised us an easy road. He never told us that we wouldn't struggle, but he has always promised to be with us. That is a good reassurance for me. That sits well with me because it lets me know that I will not be defeated by any of the circumstances around me because of my God and my father who sits right here with me to fight off the battles that I may face. And I need you guys to remember that and keep that at the forefront of your brains. So that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope that this message is, you know, really reached you and it's really spoken to you. I hope that, um, yeah, I hope that it has. And if it has, please let me know y'all. I want to know how these things are impacting you. Has coronavirus impacted you and your family? What are you guys doing to kind of stay afloat? You know, talk to me. Let me know. I'm here to help. I'm here to be a listening ear. As always, you guys, be blessed. I'm praying that your week is positive and blessed. And I will see you guys next Monday. Bye, y'all. Love you.